welcome 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 to the next session of my study except for my personal bible study on how to be the wife of a great man today we'll be talking about a word that i have a feeling that a lot of you really don't like a word called humility are you rolling your eyes? Are you? I can see you. I literally can feel the rolling of your eyes. <laughs> but before you shut down because you heard the word humility, let's just discuss a little bit. I assure you, you won't regret it. In your role as a helper, God is counting on you to be a truth teller to your husband. A voice of reason in the midst of all the accolades, praises and yes men. Hmm. But put yourself in his shoes, though. It must be very hard to be in a position where everybody says yes, sir, to you most of the day. And then come home to somebody who has the capacity, audacity, and I would say right, to say something different. It can be an ego drainer. It's therefore obvious, isn't it, that the ability to correct your spouse when he is wrong, as he moves up the ladder, does require some serious wisdom and tact. So let's go to, in my opinion, the best book ever, the Bible, and learn from two different women. Strategy one, First Samuel chapter 25 from verses 24 to 31. I like the New King James and the message translation. Are you there yet? Remember Mrs. Abigail Nabal. Remember her from our previous study. But she needed to talk to someone. She needed to talk to a man who was a king, a leader in his own right. And this particular person was bent on doing something that was wrong in a particular way. And she needed him to change his mind. Let's learn from Mrs. Nabal what she did to change his mind. First of all, first thing first, her body language and tone were extremely respectful. In fact, she called David my Lord 12 times in one conversation. Ah, the guy's head must have been swelling. I find it very interesting that she asked for a, the permission to discuss with him in today's language. Boo, can we have a conversation? She praised him for all the great things he has done. Who doesn't like praises? Then she reminded him of his great destiny and proposed to put what he was about to do in context in the context of how it would affect his, his future. Number five, she then reminded him again that God had the ability to solve all his problems and protect him when and where needed. She asked him, number six, not to jeopardize his future. And then she closed it with another ego boost, reiterating how important his role in life was to the whole country and to her future too. The lady was gangster. Can you imagine? By the time she was done, the guy praised her, changed his mind, and immediately she became a widow, married her. To a great man, this babe was hot. Are you hot? in inverted commas, to your spouse, even when you're correcting him, like he's thinking, this babe is B, full of wisdom. Let us compare with another strategy, scenario two. Are you ready? 
2 Samuel chapter 6 from verse 16 to 23. Remember Mrs. Michal David, daughter of the former president of Israel. There she sat in the church service, looking at her husband dancing during praise and worship in church, dancing and sweating away. And she was thinking in her mind, what is wrong with this man? Why is he disgracing me like this? She waited till they got home after service and then proceeded to correct him. Let us review how she corrected him. Number one, her tone was arrogant. Number two, her body language was full of pride. She spoke to him with scorn. Before you start criticizing her, underneath your bed, thinking, how can a woman talk to her husband like that? I want to remind you of certain phrases that I have heard from different people through time. I don't know why this man embarrasses me like this. I know I can do this better. I know this better now. Why won't he listen to me? My point of view is right. Just let me do it myself, Joe. This man, Seth, remember, even if you are not saying it with your mouth, as long as you are thinking it in your heart, it will show in your body language. Is your husband hearing from you that you feel he is inadequate? Let us see how her husband responded to her. The man ridiculed her, said some nasty things to her, then proceeded to ignore her. I he understand, I understand. I can hear you muttering under your breath. Eh? It's obviously difficult to have a conversation like scenario one, when you are angry or anxious or just purely embarrassed. Ah. So therefore, self-control self becomes really key in addressing your spouse the higher he moves up the ladder. So, let us recount our lessons from today. Number one, God is counting on you to help your husband by being a voice of reason in the middle of all the accolades, praises, and yes, sir, people. Number two, your tone and body language is extremely important. Humility is a key requirement for being listened to. Number three, it is important to highlight the good things he has done. Number four, it is important to put the correction in context of the bigger picture of his life. Number five, remind him of God's place in his life. Number six, remind him of how important he is to you. Prayer point. First Peter chapter three, verse four to six. Let's make it a prayer point. Till next week. See you. And don't forget, be humble. Thank you.